Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Bosses only hang with bosses. Bosses never take a loss. Boss never is a runner. Boss steady doing numbers. They say my back against the wall, but I'm ten toes deep and I'm still standing tall. Yes, sir. We are back post Super Bowl Sunday. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And you are listening to the Out of My League podcast where we give you all the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and of course, the news, news, news. For sure, man. For sure. How was your weekend? My weekend was good, man. Nothing but Super Bowl Sunday was on the docket and. Carolina beat Duke, so turn up. <laughs> yeah, man, it was a good uh, game on Sunday. Also, it felt like it snowed for like four days last week. It's been snowing for 40 days and 40 nights, not just last week. <laughs> this is OD. Yeah. Somebody saved me from CT. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> you think you Drake? <laughs> Come on, man. What you mean? <laughs> you heard it. Easy. Slight work. Dom DeMarco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, enough of me. Tom Brady and Tampa Bay Bucks dominated Mahomes and the Chiefs 31-9, lopsided victory. How'd the Bucks pull it off, man? Look, crown Todd Bowles. Crown that man Todd Bowles because that defense was elite. You highlighted last week and your, one of your predictions yeah. were that the pass rush was going to get home. Yes. One of my predictions were that Tyron Matthew was going to get a pick on the Everson side, which he did. And yeah. But they he took got it mitigated. Away. They took it um, away. And then my other pick was Devin White, who was an absolute menace, menace on yep. Sunday. Yep. So we, we got pretty much all our predictions right about that game yeah. other than the game pick. Yeah, and no, I, w- I actually wanted to pick the Bucks, but you yeah. picked the Bucks first. Right. So I picked the Chiefs just to be, you know, on the opposite side of things. But I'm not mad at the Bucks at all for winning. Yeah, I actually think that Tom Brady's it, man. Yeah, he's a good. Where, wherever Tom goes, Tom wins, and I think that they've done it in such a dominating fashion. Mm-hmm. I think that's a wake up call for the Chiefs. Yeah, I think that is a wake up call for the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes was running for his life the entire game. Ran a total of 497 yards before passes and or sacks. Yeah, That's I mean, insane. Yeah, I mean, both tackles being out and, you know, the edge rushers was obviously getting home. Huge. Yeah. Huge loss for the Chiefs. Way bigger than I thought it would be. Definitely. I definitely thought the talent of Mahomes, the speed of his receivers would make a difference mm-hmm. and make up for the loss of the tackles. But, boy, was I wrong. That was crazy. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? Because you're looking at that game and you're like, man, like, these teams should be pretty evenly matched, but those mm-hmm. tackles being out were a huge disadvantage for the Chiefs. Huge. Are you surprised that Todd Bowles blitzed as much as he did? Because no, that's his game plan. It's I only ask because against the blitz this year, regular season, Mahomes was number one rated mm-hmm. in QBR and touchdown passes, all those categories. Yeah. And he was dying back there. Yeah, I mean, Todd Bowles' defense is usually an attack scheme. He's going to send the house. He's going to send pressure, right? He's yeah. going to, in multiple different blitz yeah. packages, right? Yep. He's going to mix up his coverages on the back end. And then you have linebackers that can really fill the gaps in the middle of the field with Devin White and Devontae David, yep. who had both of those players had a phenomenal Great game. Great games. Great I, let games. me tell you something. Devin White was a heat-seeking missile on Sunday, and Great it was games. amazing to see how much he flew to the ball and how fast it was, really, to get into the, the ball carrier. So. Yeah, no, they, they 
they had phenomenal games, and it was quite the opposite yeah. on the Bucks offense. Right. The Bucks offensive line gave Tom Brady all the time yeah. in the world. Yeah. He literally had all the time to sit back, pick the defense apart, look both ways, mm-hmm. go to his third, fourth option down the field, and there was no pressure on him at all. He just sat back and did what Tom Brady does, win. Yeah, I mean, look, Tom – we know what Tom is. Tom Terrific, Tom whatever. Yeah. Psycho T, yeah. Handsome Tom, Whatever all name that. you want to put him <laughs> as, he's the GOAT, undisputed. Seven Super Bowl rings, been to ten. More Super Bowls than any other franchise yeah. in the league. He's beating your franchise, Literally. your entire franchise. I tweeted earlier, they're going to have to ban him from the league at this point. They got to. <laughs> Something's got to give, bro. Yeah. We, we got to get him out of here. I know that so many players are disgusted Yeah, that he's literally – kept them from going to the Super Bowl for 20 years. It's it's amazing. I mean, and this is this is going to bring back another conversation about whether it was Bill, whether it was Tom, like all oh. those conversations are circling right now. Oh, no, for sure. That 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 is it. How does this make Bill Belichick look right now? Look. We know we know Bill wanted to trade Tom. Mm-hmm. We know yep. You know, they, they more than once. Yeah, more than once. More than once that you know they they didn't want to see eye to eye on certain things. And it was really kind of one of these things where Robert Kraft had to intervene. Yeah. Robert Kraft had to draw the line between the two. It was say, getting ugly. It was yeah. getting, it was getting ugly in New England. Right. And you look at how how much fun Tom is having. You see how much fun Robert Gronkowski is is having, and you see, and they talk about it, right? They've been talking about it in the media how much fun this season has been for them, how how much they've loved and enjoyed this yeah. season, even after the Super Bowl. Yeah. They talk about how much they enjoyed actually playing the game. Yep. And if there's one indictment on the Patriots, it's it's that that drill sergeant mentality, right? Like I feel as though Bill didn't allow his players to really demonstrate or show their personality as much. It was always, you're a patriot. Yeah, just get in line. Yeah. And you do this, and then we leave. Mm-hmm. Like, no no fun, no, none of that laughing. Right. Like, we're, this is all business. Exactly. Yeah, all work, no play. I just think it makes him look bad. Yeah. He tried so hard to get Tom Brady out. He didn't give him the supporting cast that he needed. Tom left in the same year. Only two teams wanted him. Two teams were giving him serious looks. The Chargers, the Bucks. The Bucks took the risk. They won the Super Bowl. Right. The Patriots didn't even make the playoffs. Bill, you're up. Yeah. You're up. You need to win a Super Bowl. Oh, he has to. Bill has to win another Super Bowl. That Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, who's more responsible for the success, for the Super Bowls, not looking so hot for Bill right now. Yeah. Not looking so hot for Bill. So, yeah, he's on the clock now. And it shows what happens when you spend the money, you get the weapons, you get the protection, and you surround your quarterback with pieces to win. Right. Tom Brady said it. They had a rough stretch in November, but they reeled out their last eight straight. And they went through Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Pat Mahomes. Exactly. And won a Super Bowl. Knocked them off. Crown that man. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) crown that Those three quarterbacks right there. Are amazing quarterbacks. They're really good quarterbacks, and you—they're know, all in all the top three. Yeah, they're they're all in the top five. All all Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers. Yeah. Knock yeah. them off. Yeah. <laughs> what does it say about Pat Mahomes? How do you think he played actually in that game? Look, Pat Mahomes running for his life. He he tried he tried his. I mean, with the turf toe as well. Yes. Um, running around, Which is tough. trying to trying to make something happen, but 
when you have bracketed coverage on your receivers, when you have linebackers playing as well as a Devin White, Levante David did, when you have a pass rush. In your face. Yeah, I mean, Shaq Barrett and those guys, Vita Vea was a man. Sue. Sue. <laughs> I mean, look, you had pass rush galore on that defensive yeah, line. It was right. Your linebackers moved sideline to sideline, mm-hmm. and as heat-seeking missiles, and your secondary, Antoine Winfield, these guys all – you know, shout-out to Auburn University. Both starting corners are from Auburn. You know, shout out to Auburn there, you know. But this is this is a Todd Bowles thing. Todd Bowles put together the perfect scream. He he dialed up the right blitzes at the right time, and he put his players in position to really win the game. And it's one of these things where you you're really looking at Andy Reid, you're looking at Airbnb, and it's it's almost as though they were out coached by 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 Todd Bowles. Yeah. And that doesn't happen very many times. It doesn't. It what, doesn't. It's it's one of the and Andy Reid and, and Todd Bowles know each other very very well because they spent time in Philly together, um, on that coaching staff. So they they're very familiar with each other. I think it's just really really interesting how Todd Bowles just took them out. They not not one single touchdown scored. Took them completely out of their game. And I want to touch on that because I'm shocked that they didn't make any halftime adjustments. I thought that after halftime the Chiefs would come out a brand new offense. Mm-hmm. I just knew that. Mahomes would stir up some magic. His receivers would, you know, possibly run her short routes or, you know, quick slants, skinny posts, more things to create for Tyreek Hill to get him up the field and just to get him warmed up. Yeah. No. And not no. to say that I didn't try because, like, after the half, you've seen them try to to chip on the blockers with both a tight end and a receiver to slow down the passers. Yeah. It didn't work. It just you, didn't you, work. You've seen them trying to work the screen game a little bit. did not work. Like, they had no time to develop their plays downfield. So you're condensed to this underneath game. Yeah. But that also plays into the strengths of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because so, they're linebackers. Right. And at this point, you need points. Yeah. So you kind of need to get downfield a little bit quicker. Yeah. Because your defense isn't holding Tom Brady back. What this showed me was Mahomes is human. Okay. This showed me that Mahomes is human. For so long, for the past two years or so, Mahomes has been a freakish athlete, someone with an incredible arm who can make unbelievable passes. Yeah. And he even did some of those in this game. I don't know if you've seen that steel photo. There's a photo of him stretched out horizontally, about to hit the ground, throwing a pass that his receiver in the face mask. Yeah. He did that twice, by the way. He did the first one to Tyree Kill yeah. in the end zone mm-hmm. for a touchdown. Yeah. He flicked it off his wrist almost underhanded. Right. On the run, opposite direction. It's amazing. I mean, he's the, he's phenomenal. But. What he can do with the football is crazy. Yeah. But he's human. Oh, yeah. If he has no time, he gets hit. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, yeah he, may, he makes bad decisions. It's rough. I think the biggest evidence to your point is no touchdowns. Like none. none. When has that happened? Ever this year. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. This is the first time that Pat Mahomes is lost by double digits yeah. in the NFL. Pressured on 29 of 56 dropbacks. Todd Bowles was dialing it up, man. Do you think both these teams will be here next year? It's hard to say, right? Because I feel like the NFC is going to get much, much better. Yep. Um, and the AFC there's going to be some some QB shifting. Um, there's going to be a lot of movement on that side uh, of the conference. 
it, it's it's hard to say because anything can happen. An injury could put Seth True. one of these teams back or Obviously. something like that, right? Retirements or, you know, people getting traded or what have you. Things can happen. So it's really hard to say. I think Tampa Bay can definitely be in the NFC Championship next year for sure. Oh, for sure. Me too. Yeah. Barring any injuries, I think that the Chiefs have a better chance of returning to the Super Bowl before the Bucks do. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I think the NFC is just stronger than the AFC. Yeah, definitely. I think the NFC is just stronger. You have Green Bay. You have a Rams team now. They're going to be so you good. You still have Seattle. <laughs> yeah. You still have the Saints. Well, after Drew Brees retires, I think there might be a little fall off yeah. there. But we don't know where Deshaun Watson is going right. to go. We don't know where Carson Wentz is going to go. Mm-hmm. Some talk he might go to the Bears. Right. Like Who knows what's going to happen? So I think the NFC is just a little stronger. Whereas in the AFC, you have the Bills. Mm-hmm. You have the Ravens. You have the, the Colts. Chiefs. You have the you have the Colts, yep. and you have the Chiefs, right. and I think I think that's pretty much it. But I don't think anybody can really score with the Chiefs. Yeah, I agree. Like they did, and I don't think anybody's defense is like a Bucks defense over there. The, right. Bill, the Bills have a solid defense, but it's not the Bucks. It's, it's not the Bucks defense. Right. So I think it'll be a little harder for the Bucks to repeat before the Chiefs get back there. Agreed. But overall, from this game, what was your biggest takeaway? Todd Bowles is amazing. He's amazing. I mean, he honestly he should have he should have got the MVP. Like if coaches <laughs> could get the MVP, he should have got it. True, this is true. I think my biggest takeaway is don't bet against Brady. <laughs> and I've been saying this for probably five years now. Yeah. He leaves one team, comes to a new team, recruits players that he wants. <laughs> Leonard Fournette came because Tom Brady wanted him. Antonio Brown, somebody who Tom Brady had recruited in New England. Yeah. Came to Tampa. Gronk. Gronk. Gronk came out of retirement. Yeah. Gronk said in an interview, Tom Brady said, Hey, I'm going to Tampa. You know, you think you want to join? He's, Gronk said, I've just been waiting on you. I was just waiting on you to make your move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> they don't want a title again, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Fournette scored. AB scored. Gronk scored twice. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> All because of Tom, man. Literally, this all is because this of Tom. is all because of Tom Brady. And it's funny because Bruce Arians didn't want any of them. Like <laughs> he didn't, he didn't want not one of those players. Yeah. He didn't need Gronk. He didn't want Fournette. Yep. Like people, had and thought, he definitely didn't want AB. Yeah, nobody wanted AB yeah. because they knew he's talented. Mm-hmm. Yes, but the headache that yep. comes with him. Yep. AB has been in line this entire season. Yep. Haven't heard a peep from him. Nothing. And now he's a Super Bowl champion. Man. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? You know who the biggest winner is out of all of this? Shady McCoy. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Back-to-back Super Bowls. Didn't play it down in either. Yeah, haven't stepped on the field. What a guy, man. Man. What a legend. Man, he he on there just like the backup quarterbacks. Bro, I would kill to have his career right now. <laughs> he flexing in the locker room with champagne. Yeah. Bro, you did not sweat. Don't your, even get in the shot. Your jersey is super clean right now. <laughs> it ain't one stain of grass on your jersey. That mouthpiece can go back in the wrapper. Literally. <laughs> Dog. He got blessed. He did. Yeah. He got blessed, man. Tom Brady blessed that team. I just think it's funny because he's like, yeah, two-time Super Bowl champ. All right, bro. Hold on. Yo, relax. Yeah, hold up. Yo, yo relax. <laughs> relax, man. All right, man. Some quick takes before we wrap this up. Tom Brady pulled up to the Super Bowl parade, $2 million boat. (laughs) Then threw the Lombardi from his boat to another boat. I don't really have a question from this. 
He's wilding. But yeah, he's definitely wilding. He's the that. man, dog. <laughs> I mean, let's think about it. If he if he so happens to lose a Lombardi in the water, mm-hmm. he has six more. Literally. Like, he has six more. He he won't miss it. Right. Trust me, he won't miss it. They like their partying though. <laughs> they 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 are partying. Tom is lit right now, too. What? Fournette just said he thought JPP had all ten of his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Who's lit right now? Who's lit? That is a tweet from Fournette. He said, the sun is out here hot. Got him acting up. He said, I thought JPP had all 10 fingers. <laughs> Yo. Yo, Fournette got to chill. <laughs> you wild. Fournette, Fournette. Whoa. Yeah, Fournette got to relax. He got a pocket. <laughs> you know Gronk doing Gronk things, yeah. smashing beers. Mike Evans just looks so happy right now. Yeah. He's just looking at Tom Brady, just just the smiling. Can't believe that's his quarterback. How about Scotty Miller dropping uh, Chris Godwin's phone in the yeah. water? <laughs> Yo, he he better he be, he should have he should have made him go get it. Yeah, he should. Man, God, yeah, God, yeah, God, Godwin got to throw him in. <laughs> Godwin, he got to throw him in at this Facts. point. All right, but on to some more serious news. Carson Wentz expected to be traded in the coming days. Is it going to happen? I'm actually tired of hearing about this now. I'm tired of hearing about it too, but it's happening. Um, number one, because he does not want to be in Philly no more, and Philly does not want him anymore. It's clear. Um, the other thing is, there's already he already has a market, right? Like he already has the established market. There's a few teams, two or three teams that are really interested in him and have put in offers. And the Eagles have talked to several different teams about that. So, if I had to guess, compensation wise, I would guess it's a one and like a three. Or like a one and a four and a player, something along those lines. They're not going to get the first two first two first round picks. That yeah, they I, I know that they tried to do that before, yeah. and, and teams was like, "Yo, what? Yeah, <laughs> get out." So of here. they're going to get they're going to get the first round pick, and they're probably going to get a one plus. So we're going to see what you know what what type of conversation, but the trade is going to happen. Colts. So I'm yeah. hearing I'm hearing Colts and Bears. Yeah, Colts and Bears are the are the front runners right now. Yo, it'd be great if he could be reunited with Nick Foles. No, again. no, Nick Foles <laughs> will come back to Philly in that oh, trade. Hard? Yeah. Oh, y'all going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jalen Hurts will be starting. <laughs> nah, and Foles, yeah, Foles will come in in the playoffs. Oh, you're right. <laughs> like, come on, man. You know the formula. Facts. <laughs> but no, uh, in a trade, so that's the thing, right? Like, I feel like, well, both, let's, let's back up a little bit. With the Colts, you have Frank Reich, you have Press Taylor. With the Bears, you have John D. Filippo. So both of those coaches, all three of those coaches, really, were with Carson Wentz in 2016, 2017, which, you know, 2017 was his best year of his career. So those coaches would entice him to want to go to those places. The thing about the difference between these organizations is Chris Ballard, the GM of the Colts, is more reluctant to give up draft capital. Um, He's going to stick to what he knows. Um, He's going to kind of uh, call your bluff on certain things. The opposite side, the Bears – Ryan Pace, he is not going to do that. Ryan Pace is also, uh, you know, trying to compete for his job right now. Like, he's trying to battle out because the owner has already came out and said if they don't win um, pretty pretty handsomely in the, in the playoffs next year, that everybody's getting fired. Like, the entire organization is getting fired, like, other than the owner. Clean everybody's house. gone. Hey, man, clean house. Somebody's so, doing it. You have one organization that's really, you know, their their front office, their coaching staff, they're kind of under, under fire right now. They need to make something happen because clearly Mitch was a bust. Um, so Relax. you have that. Relax. <laughs> and then you have another organization with Chris Ballard and Frank Reich, who clearly know the player as well. 
and they are more reluctant to give a major capital for a player, even though they really believe in the player. So two different sides of the of the spectrum. And if I had to guess right now, I know Carson Wentz wants to be with Frank Reich and, and Press Taylor and Indy, but if I'm going to guess about compensation-wise, I think the Eagles are going to trade him to the Bears because the compensation is going to be better with them. Okay. Yeah. No, well said. I think with the Eagles – Receiving Nick Foles again, mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I just find it ironic. Funny, Isn't it funny, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that'd be hilarious. I think him going to the Colts makes the Colts automatically a Super Bowl contender. Definitely, obviously, and I think him going to the Bears makes them with that defense playoff team. Yeah, playoff team for sure. Yeah. So we'll see. Russell Wilson wants to be involved more in player personnel. Tired of getting hit. Tired of getting sacked. Russ getting a little active, man. Danger, Russ. <laughs> yeah, Mister Unlimited over there. Should Seattle listen? Yeah, I mean, John Schneider, the GM, they they should absolutely listen to Russell Wilson. First off, Russell Wilson is a first-class individual, right? Like yeah. he, he has never came out against the organization in any no. way, shape, or form. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's been totally respectful. He loves his teammates. He's been nothing but a leader uh, out there in Seattle. A drama-free quarterback. And all they have to do is protect him. Like, can you just please, like, get him some O-linemen? Like, please get him an O-lineman. You, you gave him the receivers, thank you, but he needs an offensive line. You gave him the defense. He needs an offensive line. Like, Russ, Russ in the back half of that year, this past year, he was getting sacked all the time. Literally. Pressure was in his face consistently. And if they can't protect their franchise quarterback, I don't know what they're doing. John Schneider, he needs to go into this offseason. You know, O-line needs to be a, a priority for them. No, I agree. I think Russ definitely needs to be involved in player personnel. They need to surround him with some O-linemen that can protect him. Because we've seen Russ at the beginning of the year. He was an MVP candidate playing out of his mind but once you know teams started adjusting they started blitzing a little more it started getting a little hectic for us back there and yeah he started getting hit a lot taking a lot of sacks and they do have weapons they have a solid team they just need to protect them so listen to him he's a drama-free quarterback exactly he's a drama-free quarterback stand-up individual over Mm -hmm. there does everything for the community listen to Russ, man he's your franchise quarterback exactly please listen to Russ. texans they are cleaning house, director of football administration, equipment manager, president, all gone, fired, or resigned, along with other people on that staff. What's happening in Houston right now? Cal McNair is what's happening. Jack Easterby is what's happening for the Texans. And they're they're just creating just so much turmoil in that organization. Nobody wants to Work under them. That's what I was saying. It looked like people are resigning, too, yeah. under under their own will. Like, right. people are resigning. It looks like a mess out there it in is. Houston. I don't know if they're trying to do this for Watson or they're just trying to restart the entire organization from the ground up. Well, but it's not a good look. And Deshaun hasn't budged yeah. on his position. He yeah. wants out. Deshaun has definitely not budged. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they fired the equipment manager, which... They who, did, yeah. They fired who, the equipment manager was, and all of the staff right. with him. Who was particularly close with Deshaun Watson. That's interesting. <laughs> Just trade the man. You're, you're not going to win this battle. I don't understand why they're holding him hostage. At, at this point, I do think, and I know I said a few pods ago that I'm not sure if he's willing to hold out just because of the money. Yeah. I think that he's definitely he willing to hold out. He would definitely hold out. I think he's definitely willing to hold out right now. Yeah. Cowboys 2021 hype video came out along with all the other teams. They rolled out their hype videos. They didn't have Dak Prescott in their hype video. Their so-called franchise quarterback mm. that has still yet to get a contract. He wasn't included in the hype video. What does that say about Dak Prescott's future in Dallas? First off, let me let me start by saying this. Your video is trash. 
Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I thought that's what you were going to say. The Dallas Cowboys just smacked Dak Prescott in the face. And what I what I mean by this they is... They had Troy Aikman in that video. Yeah. He is not playing football. He's not playing What football. are we doing here? They, they This is going on year three of needing to extend Dak. And this organization continues to fail its quarterback in coming into agreement. All he wants is a four-year contract. With multi, with a lot of guarantee money, that is it. That is the that is the negotiation. It's been the same for the last three years. What are we doing? If he's your franchise quarterback, why can't he get franchise money? Why can't he get a franchise contract? I'm saying you I'm got. Not, I'm not understanding. Like where where is the holdup? Right. Like what's the difference? Like what are we doing here? You either believe in him and you or you don't. If you do believe in him, you would be paying him. This would not be a thing. I'm tired of this too. Yeah. And this hasn't even dominated headlines in a while. But of course we're in the offseason and the Cowboys dominate offseason mm-hmm. headlines. I'm sick of this. Like a hype video without your quarterback in it. What are we doing? Yeah. If you're committed to him, if you say you want Dak to be here, he said he wants to be here. Pay the man. Right. Put him in the hype video. Like, come on, this this shouldn't be a thing. It's it's amazing that this organization continues to do this when this is going on year three of this year three of this this is supposed to be your franchise quarterback how are you not signing him you signed your linebackers you signed you know your defensive lineman your, your offensive lineman your receivers your running back yeah like what are you doing how are you how are you not re- getting your franchise quarterback under under contract long term at this point just keep failing because we'll take the division wins this is I, i'll take i'll take the division wins at this point keep dropping the ball keep doing what you're doing you'll be in the headlines great Dak is going to just run y'all's pockets with that franchise tag. That Dak, is what's going to happen. Dak Prescott, if they try to franchise tag him, he should request a trade immediately. Just run the pockets. Kirk Cousins did it. Like, Kirk Cousins finesse. Keep doing it. Yeah. If they're going to put you in that situation, run it up. Right. Run the tag up. Your money's only going to increase exponentially, and they're going to end up being the ones losing because you can't franchise him after that. After this year. Mm-hmm. This will be the last year that you can do that. Yeah. Dip. Get your money and dip. Go somewhere where they value you, obviously. Clearly, they don't value him yeah. enough. Because this is, this is year, again, year three of this. Yep. What are we doing? Literally. NBA planning to have an all-star game in Atlanta. Trash. <laughs> this is garbage. LeBron said it's like a slap in the face. Yeah. What, I don't. Why are we trying to have an all-star game in the middle of a pandemic in Atlanta. In Atlanta of all places. In Atlanta. Knowing everybody going to be right there at Magic City. Man. Follies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Live it up. Hey, hey, if they allowing fans, you trying to pull up? Hey, Lou. <laughs> hey, Lou. Hey, if they allowing fans, you trying to pull up? I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Book it. Yeah. Hey, hey, man. We got we to got holler at my man Lou about yeah. this. Hey, man. In all seriousness, Living though. Lou. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, this is a horrible idea. Yeah. You don't need an all-star game right now. There are already regular season games being canceled by the day because of COVID. We don't need to play a game that has nothing to do with your record mm-hmm. or your team and then have to quarantine again to get back into the season. The season was already condensed. And... The Lakers already had to, you know, come back, as well as the other teams, earlier than expected. They had a short break, a short offseason. Yeah. Why make them play a meaningless game? I just don't see the point of it. All right. Here we go. First off, there's only going to be two Lakers in the All-Star game anyway. Let's start there. Okay. Yeah, the two Lakers that matter. Yeah. And like, like, yeah, the two Lakers that they need in the playoffs. I just, I just laughed at LeBron's interview because he's like, yeah, man, me and my teammates, we're tired. I don't have enough energy for the LeBron. It's not me and my teammates. It's me and my teammate. It literally. Not not plural. 
Not plural. Teammate. It's only you and AD, bro. Yeah, what are team, you doing? Teammate. <laughs> I wonder what will happen if they decide not to play, as in the players. I wonder if they get fined for that. Probably not. I wonder if they'll get fined for that because I'm assuming a couple of the players don't want to play. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't. I think Giannis came out and said he doesn't mm-hmm. see the point in playing either. I don't. I mean, I just don't understand it. I think it, it might be just a trash product anyway. Like you're trying to scramble together. Yeah, this is this is real sudden. Yeah, it's late. It's last minute. I mean, yeah, usually the, the All Star game, game, game will be March seventh. Right. So yeah, I mean, huh? we'll we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. Anyway, vote my guy uh, Devin Booker and CP3. <laughs> Let me, let me plug my squad. Yeah, in let me real plug quick. plug my guys in. D book CP three. Let's go. <laughs> All right, man. Aside from you know Carolina beating Duke in Cameron, yo Duke garbage. By the way, yeah, they're bad. Under five hundred for the first time in the two thousands. Woo! Y'all not gonna make the tournament, <laughs> losers. That's all I got, man. What? <laughs> nah. Hey, man. I just wanted to end on a high note. It is still Black History Month. For sure. Just wanted to say that Black Lives Matter. Black Lives will always matter. I want to thank y'all to the first responders. A big thank you and shout out to all those still pushing for change. Mm-hmm. Please continue to wear your mask and social distance and support us. Yeah, man. Support us. Black lives always matter, no matter what. It's not just not for Black History Month. Y'all, look, we out here. We out here ready to go. Everybody, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and any other platform you listen to us on, support your boys. Push us out there. You know, we're here for you, giving you all the news, information, and sports. Let's go. And if y'all needed to check the score to the Carolina Duke game, just go to diddukewin.com. The answer is no. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Thought it ain't no debate, no way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate, cool breeze marked with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena, racked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia, more drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit, they can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali, holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no Addy. This is the wave that give them no feeling. Rappers be capping. No, I don't feel you Feel like the man when I walk through the building Too many scars and spiritual healing I got a million dreams I got a million schemes We going crazy, we going crazy